Topo Athletic is committed to lifelong health and better movement. Topo builds running shoes for those who get out there every day regardless of weather, speed, energy, or mood. Their distinctive fit and feel combines instinctive human movement with modern performance and lightweight comfort to help you keep going, keep trying, and keep moving. Discover the Topo difference and step into a run experience unlike any other. There's Rach right now. Oh, hi. How are you doing? Good. Not too bad. Not too bad. Enjoying like a nice uh, sunny day in Vancouver. I'm excited to have you on the show. I mean, oh, by the way, congratulations on the Ironman World Champs Championships at, uh, how do I pronounce it? Is it Lati? Lati. Lati. Yeah. Yeah, we'll get into talking about that, but I just want everybody to know that the Fiery Embers is just like a silly, funny segment, so um, you might want to drop that glass of water because there might be some really funny stuff here, but <laughs> I'm trying something new here. I'm going to start off with the dad joke that got everybody at my last race. So are you ready for this, Rach? I'm so ready. I love dad jokes. What is a pirate's favorite letter? R. You'd think it'd be R, but it's actually the C. <laughs> the pirate voice, too. Uh, do you uh, know bad jokes? I'm terrible. I don't remember. Like, I love jokes, but I don't remember any. Uh, well, I know that, uh, well, for everybody who doesn't know, Rach does play the, is a cellist. Um, cello. A cello. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I guess the question I have for you is, would you ever ride a bike while playing? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, um, when I, uh, was back when I was like more of a musician and I was like carrying my cello around all the time, I was also a bike commuter and I would like, um, be really tempted to ride my bike, like with the cello in its case on my back. Cause it was like, I had backpacks, I have backpack straps for it. But I was so paranoid about like crashing or getting like falling and damaging my cello that so absolutely not. I would not if it was my cello, the, like my precious cello, I would not do that and ride a bike at all. No. Okay, well that's good to know. That was, question. That was the most important question on top of Joey <laughs> shenanigans, but you uh, have I mean I do have a few questions that I wrote down here. And I always change these up on the fiery embers because they're just like fun questions. Uh, so this is nothing like the rapid fire that you experienced before. And in between it, I'm probably going to ask you to talk a little bit more about uh, Lati and just your experience there recently and just the season. But we'll start with some questions. So are you ready, Rach? Ready. Uh, uh, what's your favorite fruit? My favorite fruit is mango. I love mangoes. <laughs> now I'm a big mango fan. Uh, I'm also a big pineapple fan, but apparently one of us, only one of us likes it on pizza here. So <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I can't even remember. I think you were team pineapple on pizza, correct? Yeah. Yeah. I was totally team pineapple. Okay. Awesome. I think Sandy was too, if I remember. Yeah. <laughs> I just went <laughs> with that one. Um, it was funny. The guest we had yesterday was the first pine on pineapple on pizza and like 10 episodes and jason wasn't on the episode damn <laughs> question you we walk into a party 
what song would you play at the party that screams, I'm Rach McBride? Um, I guess like the theme song of your life. Yeah. I mean, I feel like Eye of the Tiger keeps following me. Around. It reminds me of another question is, where did the Purple Tiger nickname come from? Oh, shout out to Anthony Lee. Uh, congrats. Anthony again on UTMB. We just had him on the last Fiery Embers. So Topo must be loving us right now. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Um, uh, so yeah, the nickname came from when I was uh, younger. I was, um, so when I was 18, I had my head, my head mostly shaved and it was dyed in what I thought were zebra stripes, but it looked like tiger stripes. And I was living in Berlin at the time and I was walking down the subway platform and this little kid and his mom were, walked by and this little kid said, cook mom muchi, I'm a tiger tante, which in English is like, look mommy, a tiger lady. But it was like, it's, and my girlfriend at the time who was with me thought this was adorable. So in German, it's not like, it's translated as t tiger lady, but it's really tiger auntie. Mm. Um, and it's like a kid's way of saying like a, a nice way of like talking about a stranger. Um, anyway, so that kind of became a nickname for a while and then the tiger just sort of stuck and I don't really know what, where the purple, I don't, I don't remember where purple came from, but it definitely started at the beginning of my career somehow. Even before I had like tiger print outfits, I was already purple tiger and maybe I had dyed my maybe I had dyed my mohawk purple that might have been it yeah interesting actually I think the photo that I have of you for the promotion actually shows your hair dyed as purple yeah yeah so I think yeah. perfect for introducing you as purple tiger on the promo it worked out perfect um and oh and uh quick before I go to the next question uh my uh my coach and friend Heather Cashpole says hi oh Heather, she's amazing. I love I love Catchball so much. We have a good time when she's, we hang out. Gonna, she's gonna love the shout out. Um, so next question is, what is your favorite topo shoe? My current favorite topo shoe I'm obsessed with is the Cyclone. The new version of the Cyclone is just like so exciting for me. I raced uh, with it in Finland and I've just been training in it a lot and it's just like so light and responsive and awesome. Um, the other, and my second favorite is also still the Spectre. Like, Spectre is, is, yeah, I love it so much. Awesome. Um, what is one thing you wish existed but doesn't? Oh, boy. <clears throat> um... I want to say, like, a Pegasus. I would really... Mm like pegasuses to be real because that would just be really fun to ride a flying horse yeah that would be that would be amazing and wait is there a difference between a pegasus and a unicorn yeah so a unicorn just has a horn and they don't usually have wings okay i feel like a pegasus is like a winged horse that would make make more sense uh, because there is like we've been doing trivia Thursdays and we've been trying to like rope Topo in on it too. Trivia Thursday is brought to you by Topo Athletic. No <laughs> <laughs> questions that nobody gets the answer to. Like there was a dog one. What is a national dog of France? And everyone put Bichon Friche, but the actual answer was Poodle and nobody put Poodle. 
<laughs> um, but the little, little tangent there is because apparently there's a country in Europe that has a unicorn as like their national animal. It makes me wonder if they're out there. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I don't remember what country that is, but I do. I don't I need picture it. And there are some interesting ones out there. We just put one out for apparently they did a survey and they found out that in Iceland, half the country believes in elves. Yeah. Yeah, I have heard that fact. Scotland. Scotland is the one. Yeah. Oh, think, Scotland is the unicorn. Uh, thank you, Lawyer Chicky. <laughs> I don't know. Probably butchering that. Uh, I'm sorry, but it is Scotland. Yeah. Um, but here's another one for you. Do you cannonball into the pool or do you take a dip first with your toe? Mm. I, I, I test. I test the waters with the toe, for sure. If I don't, if it's a foreign pool. Mm. If it's a pool I know, I just jump in. I like that answer. It's it's funny, the uh, the two guests we had on before Anthony, because I don't think Jason asked this question, because they're all my silly questions, it, they all said, cannonball, and you're like, dip. <laughs> <laughs> no. I mean, I would love to say that I'm like a cannonballer, but if I'm really honest, like, I want to know the temperature of the water I am jumping into, so I'm not completely surprised. That makes sense to me. I think the more I think about it, it is very situational for me. Like, if I know the pool, you know, but I'm also, like, a cold plunger, so maybe not. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, sleep in or nap? Oh. Both, yes. <laughs> I mean, I love, I really, I do love getting up early in the morning and like take, like being outside early and enjoying that like early morning quiet. Um, but I do really love sleeping in. Not yeah. setting an alarm is like one of my like best joys in life. It's one of my favorite feelings, especially when your race season's over and it's like, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Totally. <laughs> but there's also like I don't know if this happens to you, but do you ever have moments where like you've been waking up so much for like your routine that like you try to sleep in and it's like five a.m. and you're like wide awake? Yeah, yeah, totally. <laughs> uh, okay, so here's uh, so before we jump into the next set of questions, I want to ask you about your experience in Lati. I, I did read a post that it had been. I think it was nine years since you did Ironman Champs um, or tried to qualify for it. So tell me, I guess, what the fundamental difference was for you between 14 and 23 and what the different experiences were like. <clears throat> yeah, so I think, you know, I raced um, World Champs in 2011 and 2014. And at that time, I was like, it was very early in my career. Like 2011 was the first year of my career. And, um, 2014 like I that at that point I was racing primarily 70.3s like that was my goal like big thing was to get to worlds and like to be top 10 um it was really awesome 2014 I did end up top 10 as ninth that year um in Tremblant and it was yeah it was a great race and a great experience and I was kind of in 2014 I would say in the peak of my 70.3 fitness um and uh yeah it was it's just like, you know, it was kind of on her home turf in Canada and, um, yeah, felt like a really, really big deal. 
um, going into this race, it was like, I hadn't even, I qualified it by, by winning Boulder last year. And like that win was just like, I wasn't even like focusing on 70.3s and like triathlon really. I was racing so much gravel that I was just kind of like, oh, this is fun. Let's like go and do whatever races end up like in my vicinity. And, um, and so qualifying was just like out of the blue and was like, oh, I hadn't even considered in like, you know, that, that point eight years, like racing 70.3 worlds. And I'm like, sure. Like I, at this point in my career now, I am, I love exploring new places and I love getting to race in places that I've never been before. And I'm like, I've never been to Finland. What else is going to take me to Finland? Let's go do it. Um, and I knew also like the temperatures were probably going to be pretty cool, which really suits, um, suits me. And, um, yeah, so, um, you know, and leading into this, I really didn't have a whole lot of expectations. I'm, I really tried to go into the race with just like, whatever happens, happens. I've got the fitness that I've got and, um, you know, I've been really consistent, like able to train consistently this year and knowing that like, it's the, the field and the level of competition in the past nine years has just like skyrocketed and particularly in the last couple of years and especially now like it being an olympic qualifying year like you know taylor nib is just like amazing and on fire and um you know our canadian paula finley also just like seriously crushing it and so i knew that like you know i was like if i hit top 15 i was gonna be happy um I didn't get anywhere close to that, <laughs> but, uh, you know, it is what it is. I tried my best on the day. Um, I still like the course was awesome. Um, though I hadn't had a chance to ride, uh, or drive the bike course beforehand. So I had no idea what it was like. And I still have no idea what it was like because my head was down the whole time and I was just like riding. So I honestly have no idea what I rode through, um, in that race. Um, and then the, yeah, the run, you know, I thought I was running hard. It was, this crowd support was awesome out there, like having a two loop course and, um, <clears throat> it was and, like running around the, the stadium there in front of the ski jumps. Like it was pretty cool. It was really, really neat experience. And just to like be at a world championship event again and all of that buzz and, um, uh it was yeah it was a it was a fun experience and i really enjoyed racing in finland like the, the area is beautiful i'd love to go back with my gravel bike and explore so much um, um and we have a question here from adina actually our friend uh do you feel more relaxed since you didn't have big expectations yeah, that was the biggest thing for me last year is going into my season really with just like, this is going to be fun. I'm doing something I've never done before. And so I really was just, you know, my coach, Mateo, was basically like, just go into these races, like go as hard as you can and like see what happens. And because there weren't really, a, there wasn't a lot of pressure in terms of like results or anything like that. And so it does, it helps me so much to be in that mental space of um, not having those high expectations. You know, that being said, 
coming out of this race and coming out of, you know, Lake Ironman, Lake Placid as well that I raced, um, I guess six weeks ago or so, or seven weeks ago, um, both coming out of both of those races, I really was pretty disappointed and like was quite emotional about that as well. Um, just, yeah, I just really, I think hoping that I was going to do a little bit better and having a bit more confidence going into the races that when I didn't, didn't place where I wanted to and didn't perform how I wanted to, it definitely led to a pretty big drop and in like myself emotionally. And so that's why I am really trying to focus on just like, just being free, just like, um, you know, going into things, just really trying to, um, have fun and not think about like the competition and not try and put so much weight on the results. Um, and, but it's challenging. It's super challenging. And I think, you know, like last year I had such a successful year, like one of the best of my career. And so it's hard not to have those expectations going into this year as well. Um, yeah. So it's just been like a bit of a roller coaster, and it's been a challenge for sure. And I'm really hoping to like, pull it around in the later season yeah i definitely i definitely get that especially when you put expect uh, like there's expectations carrying over from last season into this season it can definitely be an emotional roller coaster uh but i do hope that you can go back to lati and uh do gravel cycling because that sounds like a lot of fun uh speaking of fun before we get into segments of this chat I have some more I have some more questions for you uh, so here's no here's one question how long would you last in a zombie apocalypse <laughs> <clears throat> I, I I really feel like I would not last at all in a zombie apocalypse I I really wish that I had like great outdoor skill survival skills and like great fighting skills the, I think the only thing I have going for me is I have some such good endurance that I could like probably outrun them for a couple of days, but um, depending on how fast they move. Uh, but uh, yeah, I think I would be like so dead in the zombie apocalypse. Uh, here's the next one. Yeah, I think I'd be probably dead too. <laughs> I think I'm not. And but endurance really is like my only calling card. Like I'm sure. I outrun them for a few days and then not <laughs> um stale sour patch kids or fresh circus peanuts mm. i've got quite a sweet tooth i'm not a big sour fan but like i probably would go with the sour patch kids versus yeah peanuts. yeah i think everyone generally seems to um i mean Sour Patch Kids are one of my favorite go-tos in some of these races, and Circus Peanuts are Circus Peanuts, so. <laughs> um, what, so what sound does a seal make? And yeah, this is actually a question I'm asking. Um, what sound does a seal make? I think a seal makes like a barking noise. I think seals bark. Yeah. <laughs> Adina loves Circus Peanuts and Stale Peeps. Um, yeah, I think uh, I think that seals are honestly just water dogs, and I will die on that. <laughs> um, like I, I, 
I remember vividly like being around the ocean and the only thing I heard was arf, 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 arf. It's just, they're water dogs and they act dogs. Um, well, we had a question, before I let you go, we had a question here from Nick. Are you still enjoying the swimming? Oh yeah, my buddy Nick. Um, you know, I, I do love swimming. Right now at the end of the season, I am um, struggling a little bit because I've been swimming on my own most of the year, aside from what I call um, my international swim team. It used to be my team Aussie swim team because I had two Australian guys that I was swimming with, but then we added another um, bloke who used to be on the Mexican national team. <clears throat> so, um, but they've kind of abandoned me. And so I'm all on my own um, and I'm like losing my mojo a little bit. So I'm going to try and recruit them again, get my, get my squad back. Cause yeah. my, I had a training partner um, here in Vancouver, but then they moved to Victoria and left me all alone. So yeah, just been on yeah you gotta get your uh you gotta get a new group of blokes yeah possibly um i don't know what the uh, i don't know what the other version of blokes would be um <laughs> you need you need more peoples see I, I need more swimming humans with me yeah, yeah. i yeah. like humans yeah <laughs> and uh yeah nick and i used to swim masters together but masters is like 5 30 in the morning and like i don't need to get up that early no definitely I, d I don't, you know, this is a nine to five job for me. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Well, Rach, thank you so much for coming on the Fiery Embers. And we're excited to, we're excited to get you back on the show in January. Yeah. 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 I'm stoked. I'm glad that we booked that in and it'll be awesome to catch up and talk about 2024 and what the rest of 2023 was. Yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun. Well, I hope you have a great rest of your evening, yeah. Rach. Yeah, thanks. You too. It was awesome.